Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome, Hawk versus Wolf. Yes. We are very excited. We have a very special guest. Mr. Seth Rogen is here with us. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for making time, Seth. No problem. I appreciate it. Thanks um, for having me. I know I, I I hit you up and stalked you for a little while. Not at all. I mean, yeah, I was I was Actually, you, you replied. I was, I replied very like, fast. Yes, uh, yes. You yeah. did say, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do it. I'll, yeah. I'll check on it. So this is not annoying to you? No, not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. There's there's much worse things I could be doing with uh, my whatever Friday morning right. than, <laughs> than this. Welcome. Here we go. And I'm not Tony Hall. I've only met you one time, but you look younger now than you did when I saw you. Are you, are you like on steroids, or did you just no? <laughs> I would be. That would be a weird choice for me to make at this point in life <laughs> to do steroids. I think you have to exercise more to, than I do to do steroids. I exercise regularly, but not did, like a steroids level. Did you not exercise regularly? Like 10 I think years when ago? I met you, I literally never exercised, right. and now I exercise and diet and eat. I mean, but I was like. How was it 10 years ago? Was it like yeah, something like that? Like that? Yeah. yeah. So I've gone, I was like 30 and now I'm 40. And that's like a big, you know, it's at that. I think when I was 37, I was like, oh, I'm in excruciating pain all the time. And right. I work out. I have to make some, <laughs> make some like effort. That. I had a doctor, I had a bad neck pain and it was giving me headache. And I went to a physical therapist and he said, oh, the problem is your neck is too weak to support your head. <laughs> and I was they like, said yeah. That. And I was like, that's not good. It's motivational. <laughs> I was like, issue. I thought it just did that. I didn't, that know, I didn't know you had to make it do that. <laughs> I thought that's what the next like sole yeah. purpose was. He was like, oh no, it can it could not it can get not good right. at that. It's been holding your head up this whole time. You think it had had I would think it had, yeah. <laughs> you gotta make that happen. So no steroids, just to the gym. Uh, yeah, I do. I work out like somewhat regularly and I eat much better than I used to as well. <laughs> do you get high before you work out? Yes, I get high before I do everything. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, kindred spirits here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I know. I was the there was I smelt weed smoke out here before anyone got here, and I was like, ooh, weed, I like that. And then uh, and I was like, wait, should I smoke weed before the show? And I was like, wait. Seth Rogen's on yeah, the show. Sure. What's he gonna say? <laughs> hey man, you look high. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> no, I, people always ask me, like, do you smoke weed before you do this or that? And the answer is yes to everything. <laughs> so I, I smoke weed before I do everything. Yeah, I do before I skate, and people yeah. think that's weird. But I think there was just an adjustment. I think at first it was difficult. But I liked weed so much that I just like you got to power through, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, for sure. That's how <laughs> I, I think that's yeah. probably my that was my first indication that weed doesn't agree with me like it does everyone else. Did that, you try to skate high? And it I went, tried it to, and I hung up on everything. I was just feeling it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like everything was kind of slow, yeah. and I wasn't. Yeah, it's cool, right? No, it it's sucked. cool, right? <laughs> I just kept falling. I kept falling. I kept falling, and at some point, I was like, I'm falling, and I'm paranoid. And <laughs> that might I be why you're. You and I, me. <laughs> this whole time I was like, this is the best I can do, but maybe it's because I'm really hot. Yeah, <laughs> you should try sober, see what happens. I actually don't. At this point, I know, don't. Right? I know. It's that better would... to never know. I, know. I can just imagine if I hadn't smoked weed for a whole day and I'm at the ramp. I'm like, can I just leave and smoke weed? 
And no, then it'll come back, I promise. No, that's true. And I, honestly, that was a big thing for me is I used to, I was a writer on TV shows and I would act and, and, and I would always want to go home. I would want to be done so I could go smoke weed. Yeah. And then one day I was like, oh, if I just smoke weed, all day. Yeah. Then I don't have anything to go home. Then, yeah, I, then I'm doing it. The yeah, and I'm just doing all of it. <laughs> and I was like, and it actually made me a better worker in a lot of ways because I wasn't trying to get through my work to go home to get high. I would just work high really happily the yeah. whole day. Yeah, it, it actually changed. It changed a lot for me in that capacity. Yeah. I, I started stand-up just like a couple of years ago and I always get high, but I didn't want to get too high before I did stand-up. And now I've realized that if I get high right before I go on stage, that's when I'm better than ever. That's yeah. The, pro the problem like minutes, is you got to find. Then you realize you're you like you're working yourself into like an Elvis esque like regimen of like when to do what drug in order to keep your performances good. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to make it as difficult as possible. It's not <laughs> but the Funny People movie, I watch it all. That that's like my. Oh yeah. Yeah, because it's it's. It is a I'm realistic look at stand-up comedy. Right, it really yeah. is like that. Like yeah. the people that I know that are like on a jet with Tom Segura and yeah. then they're doing a show with me. Yeah. And, it's, and I'm like, <laughs> I just saw you on a jet. And no, he's like, it, it, hey, man, comedy. They bring you along. No, yeah. it's true. Yeah, like uh, that was like... It's I did stand up comedy from when I was like uh, a we I was like from when I was like thirteen to nineteen. So that's a weird. Wait, how does it, a thirteen year old do stand up? They let you in. They let you do it. They uh, yeah they, yeah. I and I'm in, I'm from Canada, so maybe the rules were like a little more laxed in general, I guess. But yeah, I would go and I would have to stay backstage. Eventually, some of the places would let me hang out. I would hang out with the comedians and shit did like you that. have. 13-year-old friends that were into stand-up too, or was this a solo? No. Mission? There was actually like one. It's funny, I just looked him up recently. There was like one other like kid who did stand-up comedy, and I like hated him. And I thought <laughs> he sucked. And it like drove me. Because he was the main competition? Right. He, well, he wasn't even good. Honestly, no, he wasn't really competition. Truthfully, I was much better than him. <laughs> and like we were not, we were not in the same like place with it. And he and I did it much more than him and did it much more regularly, but every once in a while I would see him and I by this point I was maybe like 15 and he was like 15 also yeah. and you know there's not a lot of 15 year olds doing stand up in Vancouver and yeah it like drove me nuts every time I saw him <laughs> and he but I would talk his whole thing is he kind of tried to act like an adult and he would come in, in like a suit and like a hat and stuff like that and I I was I skateboarded when I was and I you know I would get up wearing like you know my airwalks and like at the time you know I was a very yeah. 90s skater so like <laughs> it was my birdhouse shirt and my airwalks and my you know my skater shorts and I had like green hair and and I very much was trying to embody like the honest you know what it was like to be a 15 or 16 year old yeah. um but uh, yeah, it, it, but then yeah, when Judd made funny people, his whole thing was like, there's never been a movie that like really shows what it's like to do stand-up comedy. Yeah. And they've tried a few times. There's that movie with Tom Hanks, Punchline. That's like oh, a yeah. famously like bad mm -hmm. example, yeah. supposedly of what it's like to do stand-up comedy. And something Judd would always reference is they have lockers in the back of the comedy club in that movie. And he was always like, what comedy? <laughs> Where do they have lockers? Like, what is this? Like, how do you like, earn a locker? Yeah, like how do you get a locker? <laughs> what is the hierarchy of lockers? <laughs> After yeah, your like, set, you hit the showers. Yeah, exactly. You go in the you shower after your set. And then I remember we walked on to like, some of them were real comedy clubs and sometimes they were sets of backstage. And we walked on to one of the sets and there was a wall of lockers. And Joe was like, what is happening? Like, why, why does everyone think there's lockers back here? And they had told me all waited as they like ripped all the lockers out of the set and like uh, replaced them with what? somebody. I have no idea. It was really weird. <laughs>
Dave's Hot Chicken and Dave's new Hot Boxes take it up a notch. It's playoff season, so you can feed any crowd or gathering and have some fun during the halftime festivities <laughs> by making people suffer. <laughs> Not all of them, just the lucky ones. These juicy, spicy, hot tenders and sliders allow you to choose seven levels of spicy, from no spice to the Reaper. The Reaper is made with the Carolina Reaper, which is the hottest Reaper in the universe of all time. The hottest pepper. It's the hottest pepper of all yeah. time in the universe. <laughs> Cannot be defeated. I have known some man. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Shout out to Dave. Oh, yeah, Dave literally brought us hot chicken sandwiches. Right, but these, because I'm immune to spice. You don't feel that one? No. Am I real good at spicy food? Maybe you are. I don't even feel it. Really? That's a spicy one for sure. Oh, good. These are like all spicy. So. We are going to not fear the Reaper because we have two actual Reapers. This is it. This is the real deal. Are you ready? Okay. Because I didn't think that <clears throat> I Well, had we did it. the lottery last time, but this one like is guaranteed this is the hot one. I told my wife I can eat spicy food now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Cheers. Oh. Oh, no. I can already tell it's different. This is not the same. Oh, yeah, that's the real deal. I oh, man. One. <laughs> I thought I was immune to... Oh, no. Oh, I'm gonna die. Nah. I don't think we had one last time. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Oh, come on. That's it? You're done? <coughs> oh, ah. Ah. Mm. I don't like spicy. <laughs> <sighs> I don't like spicy food. I hope it's funny. Oh my God! I hate this don't, show. Don't be, I hate being here now. <laughs> I did it, now studs growing up. Uh, I don't want to be in Jackass. I don't want to be in Jackass. Oh! Oh! Uh, uh, I just one dude, bite. Was that yeah, just one bite? Are you eating it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my. <sighs> it's hot. I'm down. But I like hot stuff. Mmm, it's finger looking good. You're out of your mind. I gotta, I don't even know if I can drive. <laughs> yeah, I'm in hell, man. I'm in hell. We definitely didn't have it this one last My time. My tongue is dying. <laughs> really? Still? What do you mean still? What is this for? You're losing your ability to talk. Yeah, that was, uh, that's legit. Mm. So I guess uh, you don't have a tolerance to um, spicy food. After I all, knew Jason, it. You knew I knew it. it didn't make sense. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Here's to Dave. Oh. Thanks, Dave. Whoa, you're gonna do it again? Get it. Mm. <sighs> 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 How's your stand-up journey going? Awesome. Yeah. I'm very lucky because 
I had the radio show, so I know a lot of comedians and friends with them. So I've had opportunities from the get go that yeah. were way it made it way easier than yeah. all the other people I see at open mics. Yeah, definitely. and I think having the radio show and talking a lot it made it easier. Probably. It's like a bit of a I've been practicing a little bit. I just it's writing jokes, yeah, and tags and all these other things where I'm just learning that the structure of it. Yeah, but I feel like the structure of it once I get that. With what I've got and the stories that I've, I'm probably going to be a huge comedian. Great, be, that's good to hear. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, looking forward to proclamation. It. Yeah, that's really exciting. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. Could <laughs> <laughs> be great. How often do you perform? How many times a week do you perform? As many as I can. Some yeah. like maybe five. That's great. Yeah, that's really, really, really good. Yeah, I'm trying. Does your uh, writing change a lot since you were doing stand up to uh, mostly writing for movies like? Does it really? Oh yeah, it's totally change different. your, your uh, approach. Very much so, and I, I like. I've actually found writing stand up like I enjoyed it, but I found it kind of limiting, I guess, in some ways because it was, it was like I, I enjoyed writing like four characters screaming at each other more than one person screaming, oh, wow. <laughs> and like oh, I, I enjoyed writing arguments and conflict, and to me, that's like the heart of like you know cinematic comedy is like conflict and, yeah. and it's also the heart of stand-up is your gripes like how you don't fit into the world what you view is wrong with the world but in in movies it's brought to life through like scenes you know yeah. and in stand-up it's brought to life through uh kind of you know this and, and i and, and and i do think i remember actually one of the best pieces of advice i ever got when i did stand up and i didn't was from this guy daryl lennox who still does stand up and he gave me a lot of good advice and was very nice to me and i remember he was like he's like good comedy should feel like a dialogue with the audience like it should feel like you're they're talking back and you're talking to them and it shouldn't feel like a monologue it should feel like interactive like like you talk and they talk and you talk and they talk and all they're saying is ha 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 but it should feel like there's a back and forth to it and uh but what's interesting about when you write movies is like it's all about conflict there is no like you are just trying to get to a point where everything's as difficult as fathomably possible to for the characters essentially and that's when it's really funny and um and and i found that a lot easier to do when i could write from the perspective of a lot of different characters and i remember we were writing super bad it was like that's what we love doing was like these scenes where they're all yelling at each other and they're arguing over what to do and we should do this. No, we should do this. No, we should do this. And like that became the thing that we really like gravitated to. And I think like our comedic voice, I say we, cause I have a partner, Evan, who I've known since I was 12, but, um, and I've written with him, with him since then. But like, I think our comedic voice came from like movie writing and, and from this idea of writing like three or four different people like yelling at each other <laughs> um, honestly and when i did stand up i felt like i was okay but it, i didn't feel like i was like had like a unique thing and then when we started writing movies i was like oh i feel like we no one else's movies sound quite like how ours sounds yeah, yeah. um so yeah it, it, and the like you're saying the structure of movies all that it's like it's a very different thing and it takes a really long time to write a movie and i think that's where a lot of people like fizzle out is yeah. like it can take like years to write a movie and and a lot of people just don't have the patience for yeah that can yeah. be deterring yeah <laughs> did you uh when you were doing stand-up as a kid is that what led you to freaks and geeks i mean was that yeah someone saw you there or there was an open audition basically i was like 
flunking out of high school and I was like, all my friends were like applying to colleges and shit like that. And I was 16 and I was like, I'm not going to get into any college and my family, I don't come from a family with a lot of money. So I was like, I need money. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, um, so yeah, through standup, I got an agent uh, and, um, and then she, I was like, well, you send me out uh, on auditions to act. And Freaks and Geeks was literally the second audition I ever got oh, sent wow. out on. And so, like, I got very lucky. And it, like, it happened, you know, kind of instantaneously for me. And what's amazing about Freaks and Geeks is they, you know, it was a big NBC network you know show. Yeah. Uh, and they did auditions in Vancouver. Like, they, they did open auditions everywhere and, and, and went to every major city in North America, basically. So I got cast from Vancouver on a big network show in Los Angeles, and I moved to Los Angeles, like, with a job and with, like, a good group of people who I still work with and talk to, you know, regularly and who a lot of whom are still, you know, literally I had dinner with Martin Starr uh, two nights ago, you know? Um, and so it, a lot of it is the same people that I, I still hang out with uh, to this day, which yeah. is something that I'm really lucky. I was about, so you know? excited yeah. to discover that show because I felt like Fast Times was one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Encapsulated, you know, going to school in the, in the 80s or in the early Such 80s. A good movie. <laughs> and, and then I felt like, oh, my God, it's Fast Times as a series. Yeah. <laughs> you know, with Something the same, we've never the same talked about era. is how many movies you are in from that era. Like, you, like, and it's one of these things that now I've seen videos of, and, like, you were in so many movies that no, I grew I was, up watching. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, like, Police like, Academy? Yes, like, literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> Man, I don't know why, but... Literally. People keep sending me video on Instagram of you talking about how bad graffiti is. Have you seen that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, uh, don't, yeah. don't do graffiti, guys. No, no, no. That was. Oh it's my bad. god. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. You can do other things with I'll your life. I'll tell you what that was. That like was skating. like that was like ninety. What? Do you have any idea what he's talking about? I do have. I've hey, seen, hey, it. seen it. Oh my god, Sakurai! Everybody's seen it. It's I can't believe you're so anti-graffiti. <laughs> They get you all. I, I, it's like I'm a creative. Out, I'm, out, I'm out there saying some ridiculous shit from the early 2000s. You know, they, they get you. I'm going to put this to rest. You had a ponytail at the same time. Hold on. What the hell, dude? That was what like, the hell? That was like 1990 or 91. You should have been Stacey saying, hey, everybody, don't on, get a ponytail. Give me, give, just give me one second to explain. Ponytails are bad. <laughs> yes, that was the biggest crime in that video was the ponytail. And the shorts. Uh, <laughs> Stacey Peralta said, hey, they want to do this, this PSA for anti-graffiti public service announcement. I was a kid from San Diego. I didn't associate with, you know, anyone that was doing graffiti or, under, graffiti or, or, or appreciate, or appreciate yeah. the artistic elements of it. No, obviously like that, not right? at the time. So, but, also, but also, I wasn't anti. I was very much like, I was very much like, Stacey Peralta told me to do this. You were pro-Stacey Peralta, right. yeah. So, that was it. so you're saying it's Stacey Peralta's fault. I blame him. <laughs> nice one, Stacey. And it was like his friend... That was doing. He was like, "Oh, you're tasked to do this. Get Tony Hawk to do it." And I was like, "Okay, I'll do it." How did they get sucked into that? They must have got paid. There must have been money going yeah, around. Did you for get that. paid for insulting? No, I didn't get paid for insulting, insulting an entire <laughs> art form. And I do remember. I remember thinking about it like, what. I don't really even understand the script that much because I wasn't. They they filmed these other kids. You look like things. you didn't believe what you were saying. Yes. If that helps, <laughs> you didn't sell it. So, the ponytail made it look. I like hereby you might denounce. Back it. I hereby denounce the PSA. I apologize. 
to any of the street artists and offended. <laughs> into the camera, into the camera. <laughs> My apologies. You should make the right choice. <laughs> when it comes and to tag graffiti. stuff. <laughs> yeah. And make it look good. Tag it up, baby. There you go. <laughs> Get on those trains. And tag people's the legs. The ghost of Basquiat will stop haunting you it's now. So, <laughs> it really, like, it, that whole thing, I've been trying to ignore it. Because yeah. I see it, <laughs> Me too. It, I'm, I'm like, oh, man, that fight, that's to stupid ignore. thing. That stupid thing. And now Seth Rogen has seen it. Yeah, we've all it's seen it. So it's it been everywhere. It I know that you would have seen it. <laughs> why, is it why wouldn't he see it? <laughs> why, why, why would he be lurking anything? That's I'm not lurking you. There. These are like, you, you are, people are forcing you on me. <laughs> and I try to defend you by yeah, not yeah. responding. I can't be like, look, Tony, Tony likes graffiti now. <laughs> Trust me, he, he loves totally, it. Totally, totally, I was uh, tagging with him yesterday. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> we did a whole roll. <laughs> we had, here's, what's funny. Here's, here's the funny part to all that. We had a challenge in our video game that you tagged. That's right. That oh, was a big part wow. of the game. That was an actual part of the game. Like, like you get points for tagging things. Were you a that part so of it? Were you okay with of that? Of course I was, okay. yes. Okay. And we we had we had legitimate street artists creating the tags. Yeah, that's right. Using the game. Yeah, that's you so should have the, the greatest street artist. I hope that I've made amends by now. You should have the greatest <laughs> street artist shit. on this show to apologize for him. <laughs> hey, hey, one I by one. To, yeah. that, that'd be a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, Tony Hawk apologizes how about to we all the great do, street artists. How about yeah. we just do the walk of shame like Game of Thrones? Yeah, that be all right? They, they all throw paint yeah, at you. And they just spray me. Shame. Shame. That is awesome. That would actually be cool. Yeah, they All just right. tag you. <laughs> Whew, glad we cleared that one up. Yeah. Hey, me shit. too. Now stop sending me that video. <laughs> but when can we talk God. about Citizens on Parole, Patrol Police Academy? <laughs> <laughs> so for that one, I was David Spade's stunt double. That which is so funny. Yeah, and I got you're, fired. You're conservatively three feet tall. I got well, fired. David Spade. How did you, because of your height? Because I went through a growth spurt. From the During time we the got height. hired, <laughs> During the, the, the shoot? before yeah. because it was like it was like we got hired in LA and then they go, oh, we shoot in Toronto in six months, and then we got to Toronto and the director's like, <laughs> you, you were David huh. Spade's foot double, and David then he, Spade, they would tell me Stacy Stacy caught what he could tell that that they were not happy about my height. And Stacy actually said, "Stay low." Crouch. He kept yeah. saying that, "Stay low," stay low. <laughs> and I didn't stay low enough, and they sent me home. <laughs> but it's in the movie. Yeah, well, for, I'm, I'm in the movie for a little bit, and then they had uh, Chris Miller was another skater who was more his height, so they had Chris Miller. So David Spade has two very distinct styles and two different stances in the movie. <laughs> and at one point, he's six foot three. It's a good That's sequence, though. I wasn't six three yet. Okay. It's but a real sequence. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It was, it was I, you I know what the coolest part about that was that we got to take over downtown Toronto. You skated through them all. Like, yeah. Oh, and did wall rides, yeah. skated government buildings. It was amazing. With full permission. As a kid, that was real budget. like wish fulfillment. Like that yeah, was that, that was, was very uh, cool. Was I got there. to do that in that Paul Blart Mall Cop movie. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Stop we're at the top You guys are both in two yeah. cinematic yeah. experience here. Yeah. All right. Hey, we're all huge. <laughs> and we do that, that movie has probably made more money than any comedy I've ever been in. So technically, Paul Bart. Yes, you're doing very well. Okay. <laughs> we do have the shared experience of um, the interview. Yes. So I got to do a screening of the interview because um, I get offered that sometimes by studios because I have a big social media following. following, And I, so I'm kind of picky with the movies because I'm like, I'm not going to just yeah. watch a movie and decide later if I like it. Like, I know I'm going to like this movie. Yeah. It's Seth's movie. <laughs> it's going to be funny. And we watched it. We laughed. I put a post up about how funny it was. The next day, the shit hit the fan. Oh, yeah. 
Do you know about that? Yeah, I know that that caused storm. <laughs> I'm aware of that. <laughs> and you were caught in the middle. Everyone got stuck. I still meet people to this day who are like, oh, I had like people's, yeah, identities were stolen. People's like, I was, I know a guy, this was a funny one. All the like payrolls of all the movies were published because <laughs> of the hack. And a guy I know, a guy I'm friends with was working on one of uh, a move, a small movie we had made in Vancouver. And the payroll things was published and, and he found out that he was the absolute lowest paid person on the entire <laughs> movie's payroll. Like there was not one person who worked on the oh, movie. Man. And every day he'd be like, I feel like I, they're treating me like shit on this movie. And we were like, no, it's all in your head. It's all in your head. And then he was like, look, nobody. Like the guy who like, watched the me parking like lot at night got paid more than I did. Yeah, he was like, and he was like a post-production coordinator or something like that. It was like a pretty, it was pretty funny. So yeah, to this day, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of fallout from that stuff. Well, yeah. I just got, I got frantic <coughs> messages the next day, like, delete that, delete that. Delete that. And I'm like, what, what happened? <laughs> North Korea, I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> North Korea wants me to take that. What is going on? And then oh, yeah. I saw that all the emails exploded. Everything. So. Oh, it was, that was a bad, yeah, that, that still falls out to this day every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Does that actually affect stuff you do? Like, uh, I mean, it must have affected some opportunities after that. No? You know, it really, uh, no, uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Not like in a tangible way. Like right. uh, we were able to keep making movies. We like and they did able... eventually release it. Right? They did release. What's crazy is now it's like on television. It'll be just yeah. on like FX at like yeah. two p.m. Like yeah. that's what's crazy is like it was at one point the most controversial thing in the world, and now yeah, like I'll be like flipping channels yeah. on like yeah. a Sunday afternoon, and it's like oh, it's the interview. Simpsons interview. Yeah, exactly. And no one. It's amazing how that can happen. It, uh, I was worried maybe it would cause some longer lasting fallout than it did, but uh, no. I mean, it did, I, but at the time, it at seemed the time, like yeah. At the time, the it craziest. seemed really bad yeah. and really <laughs> catastrophic, and we were getting people were getting fired over it. People we knew were getting fired over it. We, the head of the studio, got fired essentially because oh, of shit. it. Um, yeah, and and uh, it, it really caused like seismic uh, shifts in Hollywood at the time, and I think how things, uh, you know, uh, yeah, how business was done in some ways. It, it actually like kind of showed the success a movie can have in some ways if it has a full theatrical uh, like campaign and then goes directly to streaming because it went to. Uh, it's streamed on Google, and be, I think it's still like the biggest movie that that's ever streamed on Google, and it may, <laughs> it, like which is crazy. Um, and and so it uh, it did a lot of things that I think the fallout will still see. I students come up to me and they're like they're teaching me about it in my university class. Like it, awesome. yeah, it's really uh, it's it's wild. Um, uh, yeah, it, and it really recalibrated like what I consider to be, like, controversial, which I think is good. Like, I think as a comedian, you can probably, you know, a lot of people like to think they're embroiled in some sort of controversy. Yeah. And after that, I was like, oh, now I know what it's like to, like, yeah, act, like unless, like, the president's giving news conferences yeah. about it, it's not really it's, a controversy. It's, it's like, headlines. Yeah, like, some people getting mad about something on social media, like, that's not controversy. Like, right. having, like, the UN have to make a statement about it, that's a controversy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I have a question. I saw a video that uh, Brian Cranston 
uh, saw you super high or whatever and came up to you and that you're not a good friend of his. You do know him. I do know him a little but bit. But he is still that man and he's a celebrity. And as a person that's been too high in, <laughs> in public yeah. and I'm just hanging on in the corner, yeah. it wouldn't even matter. If it was just anybody, it would put me off the edge. But if it was a famous person that I don't know that well, walks over and goes, hey, man, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be... I would be gone. I would send him over the edge. I, I know him. Did, I literally left. That, I, uh, that yeah. did it. That did it. I was at the Golden Globes and I had a weed lollipop that was way too high. This was like <laughs> six or this was years ago, seven years ago, six years. I can't remember exactly. And yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, I have a vague recollection. And of all the drugs I've done in my life, nothing has made me more high than like weed food that yeah. is too strong. Yep. Like that is the only thing where. I've truly been like, please, God, yeah. make this end. Yep. Like, I've done please. That. There's been moments of other drugs where you're like, this is a lot. This is, this is, you know, I'm, I like, I'm, I'm white knuckling it a bit, but yeah. I, I'm gonna, I, this wave will crash, as they say. But with <laughs> weed food, you're like, this wave will never crash. Yeah. Kill me. Yeah. Like, and this was one of those times where I had, a, I was just like an innocent looking weed lollipop. I don't drink that much. I was like, oh, a weed lollipop of the Golden Globes. And then like the whole world came crashing down on me. I truly don't have a great recollection of what happened other than I was at a party. And, which is at the same venue that the, it's all in the same hotel. And that Brian, I, I like the next thing I know, Brian Cranston is like holding me, looking at me saying, are you all right? And, and at that point, I like, I just remember turning to my wife and being like, let's get out of here. Right <laughs> <a second." laughs> we, we like turned and she was like, all right. And we just Seriously. like turned and left. And truthfully, I didn't remember if he had any recollection of it or if I kind of like blew it out of proportion to my head or maybe, you know, you, kind of form these stories a little bit as you tell them and they kind of take on a life of their own at times and then and then I heard him tell the story and it was it was almost worse than I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess was validating in some ways but it was it was that impactful yeah it was that he remembered we, we, had, a, we had a funny email exchange because I heard you on on Howard Stern with Snoop. Oh yeah. And um and he was like smoking Snoop's it's weed. It's the same as Be Real. They've got certain they've got weed like I smoke as much as him for sure, yeah. but those guys they have different weed. They and they do it in a in a in a cert, like it's just yeah. like they, they've got like five each. Yeah. And it's just like you give that guy one and then they give it back <laughs> yeah. and you're just like it's yeah, a different it's cool. level of intake. Yeah. yeah, it's like I'm not used to that. And yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah. yeah but I just emailed you and said I, I just thought that was really funny. Like yeah. you, that was that was a great bit. You and Snoop was hilarious, and he and he said. Yeah, I I was not okay after that. Yeah, <laughs> I was okay on the show, and then afterwards. Also, Snoop is like fascinated with these cross joints I roll for, and, and he likes them, and there's like a novelty to them. So every time I'm with him, he's like, "Gotta roll a cross joint." So we were on the show, and then we go back to he has like a little trailer that is like a quarter of the size of this room we are in right now. <laughs> oh, like, wow. and he's like, "Roll some cross joints with this like." 50% THC weed that I have. That is like, you know, like not what I'm you used have to that. smoke. That's what he had. That, oh, okay. And I, you know, I'm in the, 
I'll go to the 30s. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. have a four every once in a while. But like his weed, I don't know. Like it, it was wild. And so I roll like some gigantic cross joints and we hotbox this like little tiny room. Meanwhile, he has Bluncy smoking. It's like it's like he has he's a blunt a to wash down the cross <laughs> yeah, joint yeah. as we're smoking it. And it's all he's passing that, he's passing this. And it's just like, what is happening right now? And then he yeah, like he gets in his car, he's driven off, and I literally, my car was like parked in an alley behind the studio, and I got in my car and sat in it for like an hour. <laughs> it was just like I can't do anything. Didn't that any, that's how I felt. Didn't that happen yeah. to you when you did? I be did. Real I did be reals. He podcast. didn't even smoke. Oh, yeah. I didn't even smoke. In a, they're in a little car, right? Yeah. But I, but no, I, no, did, the, uh, not the one in the car. I wouldn't survive that. Yeah, that would. That's <laughs> a lot. But I, I was just in the room, and and my lungs were burning in the room. And then I got in my car, same thing. And I was supposed to go meet my family for dinner. And I just sat in my car like, I can't, I can't drive. Do anything I did, right now. Yeah, I did that show. And I, I'm friends with Be Real. He's awesome. But that's great. One of the co When I was in high school, I used to sit in my uh, room and listen to Cypress Hill. He's and the so great. I love <laughs> One of the co-hosts had a vape bong, sorry, a dab bong. And everybody had a joint. Everybody had one. And he had a dab bong, and I and the room is make like you got high and you didn't smoke, so you're getting that, and I'm smoking this, and I'm looking at this guy, and he's doing a dab, and he's got a joint in his hand <laughs> yeah. while he's talking, asking me about skateboarding or something. I'm like, how are you doing oh, that? Yeah. There's been a few, t you know, and I'm sure you have someone like me, like who smokes a lot of weed, like. Yeah, there, there's probably like a dozen times in my life when you're in a room with people, you're like, I smoke a lot of weed. These people really smoke a lot yeah. of weed like, like it a, is insane yeah like how much air do they breathe yeah versus <laughs> all right weed smoke I remember <laughs> what is, we, what's the ratio snoop dogg recorded a song for this is the end uh, that's like during the end credits uh and we went to the recording because you know we went to the recording studio while they recorded the song and it was like it was like that it was like so constant and crazy and like craig robinson was there who's in the movie and, and, and i literally at one point look over and he's like asleep on the couch <laughs> and i'm just like oh like this is like we, we have like a like a body count after this like all from just smoking so much weed it's like it was truly insane one time i went to the high time uh stoner of the year awards where yeah. you would expect there to be a lot of weed and funkadelic was the band oh wow and they're again backstage in a green room around <laughs> this size there's like 45 in Funkadelic, you know, and every one of them is smoking weed. This <laughs> tiny room, there's like 50 joints being passed around at the same time. I had just gone to the dentist that day and had my teeth cleaned, and so my mouth and face was like numb. And I remember I had to get up, and it was one of those moments where I was like on stage speaking, accepting the award, having the thoughts of like, what is happening? Like I, like, I don't know what's happening right now. Like, how did I get up here? I feel insane. I can't feel my head. Like, it's, it's like, what in the name of God is going on here? Like, it, was, it was truly a, yeah, they, sometimes you get real high. What I love when you're talking about listening to Cypress Hill and, and working with Snoop, I feel like what they brought to music in the advocacy for weed, you brought to the movies at a time when, there was very little. I mean, yeah, it was you. you like was it was like a Cheech and Chong resurgence. You're the new so Cheech and Chong. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, what's funny is like Cypress Hill in a lot of ways, and Snoop and all those guys were 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 kind of like you know the first 
like with music, if you have a recording studio, like all music can sound at the same production level. You know what I mean? And that was like weed-based music in a lot of ways that sounded as good as yeah. every other kind of music. And I think that was like what movies hadn't quite done. And like those Cheech and Chong movies are they're funny, but they're not like real movies, you know? Like right. they don't have like <laughs> the structure of a real movie. They don't have the budget of a real movie. I, I remember they it. don't, they're not studio movies. Right. Like they don't have the campaign. They they didn't hold at the time of their release, like a place in culture that other, like what you would call quote unquote like real movies had. And yeah. that's what Pineapple Express really did is like it was the first weed movie to have like you know, it was like a $30 million movie. They spent like $50 million marketing it. It opened to like $30 million or some shit. It made $100 million. Like, it was like the first weed thing that was a movie that was like a legitimate success. Right. And not like a cult success. Yeah. Yeah. And not something that like slowly became a success. It like, in the grand scale of like movies, was, yeah. a, was a good success, you know? Yeah. And that was really like... That was exciting and very validating because we had written the movie, you know, seven years before we made it and we had just tried to sell it for years and years and years and everyone was like, no one wants to see a weed action movie. Like, yeah. it's just as insane and we would tell people about the... I literally remember, like, being out at parties and clubs and events and, you know, I wasn't unemployed really, right? I was someone who had like been in some things. People would always ask me like, what are you working on? And we were like, oh, it's this great movie, Pineapple Express. It's a weed <laughs> action movie. It's with two potheads getting hunted by their drug dealer. And I like still to this day remember like the looks on people's faces that were saying like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my did, entire life. Do you think the times changed and it became accepted or why? why? We just became uh, after like, we had like a, after essentially like uh, Knocked Up came out, they yeah. and and Judd had produced Anchorman and um, Talladega Nights. It's like we were kind of the like the safest bet in in Hollywood in Got some it. ways. And essentially, Amy Pascal, who ran Sony, was like, "If you have a script written." I will make it. Right. Like, and in one 12-month period of time, we made Knocked Up, Superbad, and Pineapple Express. Like, all in one, literally in 12 months. Like, back to back to back. Like, we would stop shooting one, start shooting the other. As we were shooting one, we prepped the next one, stopped shooting that, went right into the next one. And the was, it, was that, one of yeah. them released while you were still working on the other ones? Uh, what's funny, uh, no, no, no. Uh, Four Year Old Virgin had come out, which was a big success. Yeah. But Knocked Up <coughs> came out, Knocked Up and Superbad came out the same summer and were the two biggest, like, comedies of the year, like, the same mm -hmm. summer. Like, uh, and one came out in July and the other came out in August and they both made, like, $150 million, which is, like, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so uh, wild. I was it, just yeah. wondering if, if you... You're you're working on these movies, and then one is getting released, and it's like, oh, that one's gonna work. This is all well, working. yeah. Well, then Pineapple Express came out the fall. Like, even though it was done, we waited a whole year to release it because we like to come out in the summer, and and that we were just like waiting on. And like everyone really loved Superbad and Knocked Up, and we were just like, wait till you see the next one. It's insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like if you thought those were crazy, like wait, like they they gave us guns and explosions and shit like that for the next one. Um, and yeah, we were we were like we were like kids in a candy store. We were like, oh, it's like we get to do the same and blow things up this time. Like, that yeah, does it, sound cool. It was really fun. <laughs> hey, do you know about uh, fish poo weed? What is it? Weed they fertilize with fish poo? Yeah. 
No, I, I the weirdly the answer's no. Yeah. <laughs> but I, wow. I I I pieced it together. Stump stuff. Yeah, in the in a in a yeah, I got a weed friend and he does the he fertilizes he has weed a with fish, fish in tanks and the water from the tanks. Oh, puts on that's the, interesting. On the weed so you don't have to put as many pesticides on it. Or that's really uh, interesting. That's as far as I go with the technology of fish poo weed. You're like a botanist, <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's just the old guy. I, can, you, can you come up with another name for it? Because Exactly. Just, I'm pretty sure that. he's devastated right now for me calling it fish <laughs> poo weed. Because <laughs> he definitely has. F, you're the FPW guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I heard about you on that podcast. Yeah. You <laughs> might like that. I don't he know. You might like that. Yeah. It's kind of catchy. <laughs> it could be worse. Um, so I have a funny story about when Seth and I first met. Um, well, we first met at the uh, Stand Up to Cancer event. Um, I met you in the funniest way imaginable in that, like, I was walking into the venue and the first time I saw you was in midair, flying off of a ramp and landing in front of me, essentially. <laughs> that like, was at the Stand Up to Cancer like event, right? You were, like, rehearsing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were, like, Because I had, like, I had to, I had to ollie your, three stairs. It was the most, like... Wait, and he was at the bottom of the stairs? <laughs> yeah, because he was walking in. Yeah. Oh, he was going to go up the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. It, it oh, like, and you... It, okay. It was, it was so funny. It was, like, the fun, it was like meeting Mike Tyson as he was knocking someone <laughs> unconscious. Like, it was, like, no more quintessential way to meet someone. Somebody like wait, so you all in the stairs and then pulled out. Well, I was rehearsing, yeah. All I stairs and then stop immediately because I have to stop before the crowd. At him, he's there. And it's like, it's like sick. Like, sick. <laughs> I was just like, this is the greatest. What an event! It's definitely Tony Hawk. Like you would definitely. It's like that's not an imposter. And you, but you got to know, like. I'm down to do vert demos all day, live or whatever. Yeah, ollieing like three or four stairs it's live on TV. Between that's us. a risky ass. Yeah, right? that's, <laughs> very that's, difficult. That's, that's a risk. Yeah, vert but, dudes find that difficult. So we uh, we met there briefly, but yeah. then uh, reconnected um, because uh, your wife, with hilarity for charity. Yeah, um, you guys knew that my mom was suffering from Alzheimer's. Um, Lauren's mom was uh, suffering from Alzheimer's, so we yep. we met for lunch to talk about how to. How to collaborate yeah. through the, the charity, but do you remember when we left lunch? Do we did someone recognize us or something y like yeah. that? We, <laughs> we were, were standing on it was on uh, Melrose, yes, right? It was yeah, on yeah, Melrose. yeah. I, it's all like flooding back to me. So when we, the tour bus yes. drove by. Yeah. So, this is so funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> we, we left that. lunch, like a, 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 a cool place that, that we met. Um, my wife was there too. And we're walking on Melrose, and Melrose was oddly empty. Like, there was no traffic at all. Yeah. And the only car that drove by was a TMZ tour bus. <laughs> Man, they and were we were stopped. Dumb. We were stopped taking photos. Like, we're taking a it selfie. Like, like oh, let's person. take a photo. Wait, you guys are taking a photo of each other? Uh, yeah. And then the, the, bus, <laughs> the bus stops. And they're like, and over here we have Seth Rogen and Tony Hawk. <laughs> Taking selfies and together. they stop, and everyone gets off the bus. Oh, like, we're there for their tour. And immediately Seth's like, we parked you over here. Uh, we're going to go. I've booked. Yeah, he, went, he went behind the bus. As people are getting off the bus, he goes behind it and goes to his car, and he's out of sight. Oh. And then I'm oh. kind of like, oh, hi, everyone. Yeah, Because oh. we're parked right there. We can't escape. Oh, okay. nice. I have physically run from fans on many occasions. Yeah. <laughs> I never forget that. Like, what a strange that was scenario. So I totally forgot that until you just said that. <laughs> this is, a, like, a funny... I, I, and I think it's what, like... 
you know, uh, this is a funny Will Smith story. It has nothing to do with him beating the shit out of a comedian. <laughs> but <laughs> I, uh, one time, I... Because uh, <laughs> that's always a great story. He has a couple other... <laughs> that's not the only thing he did. <laughs> but <laughs> one time, I was talking to him. I, I, I had never met him, and I ran into him on the Sony lot. Um, and... We're talking, and to me, this is one of those stories where I'm like, oh, this is why Will Smith, you know, is a lot probably richer and more famous than I am, is we, I was talking to him, and uh, <laughs> around the corner comes a tour, like one of these Sony tours that's, like, led by a guy, like, and it's like, literally, we're just talking, they're staring at each other, and, like, 30 tourists come around a corner, basically, and the tour guide is like, holy shit, it's Will Smith and Seth Rogen, and we both look at each other with a look that's like, all right. You know what to do now. <laughs> and I literally ran away as he went over to the group of tourists and took pictures with every single one of them. And I remember like running and looking back, being like, Will, we got him. Oh no, he's like, what is he doing? He's under attack. Yeah, he, they, they got him. No man left behind. Hit him, hit him. Yeah, but I, 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 but no. And then I was like, he wants to do this. This is, he's choosing to do this. He, Put himself, he put himself in this situation. Uh, he he went towards it, and yeah, it was. And I ran, I ran, and looked, never looked back. <laughs> yep, <laughs> his defense was failed. Oh man! <laughs> I just imagine Will in the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I saw an article the other day that was like, are people, like, people should stop making jokes about Will Smith doing that. And I'm like, I don't think you ever stop. Like, I think that's forever. I mean, that's, <laughs> that one you just did right then was really yeah, funny. I, so. I, think, <laughs> I, I think it's like Mel Gibson being anti-Semitic. You could make fun of him that forever. Yeah. Like, like, he, you never stop making Mel Gibson jokes. Yeah, I don't think it's opinion. ever going to get buried. No, you never stop. No, and you people should are like, not stop. People are like, it's time to stop. The answer's no. no. Yeah, no. You keep doing I it. Know. You, do, you make it never stop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you never let it stop. It's a simple thing. You can't stop. You have to keep doing it. I wonder how many, how many jokes there will be about that at the Oscars this Exactly. Year. Literally. I was like, oh, yeah. I got some good, yeah, there's got to be some good ones. You come out with a helmet yeah. on, come on, there's a lot of <laughs> So great. Man, I'm so glad I got really high before the show. It's like one of the funniest days of my life. <laughs> uh, and then oh, when you, so you invited us to Hilarious for Charity yes. and <laughs> I offered you, I remember we had this email exchange and I was like, oh, I have a ramp and we could do it. And, and I really thought that you were like, oh God. like No. Yeah, right. No, but then the next year he's like, yeah, bring the ramp. Let's go. Made a space for us. Yeah, we did a had vert the biggest demo. ramp ever. It was amazing. Yeah, he, he does that. <laughs> did, did a vert demo in, in the carnival. It yeah. was so cool. It was, it was so, so awesome. Everyone that skated did it pro bono, and yeah. they were so excited to be oh, there. Oh, that was awesome. Everyone was so thrilled. It was like they couldn't believe it. It was that was one of the, that was a great event. Oh, uh, thank yeah, you. That, that was super that was, that was so fucking cool. Right really. before COVID, it was literally yeah. that might have started COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we served. The, we served bad at that. We shouldn't have served bad at that event. Everyone like should we be serving this bat? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Seems good. And then I went to the, I went to the last one. Uh, it's raw and that pig's been coughing on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> all the bad orders. 
all of yeah. every, every single scenario. Yeah. I said serve it anyway. You know what? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> hey, this is, it's all for charity. It's for charity. Uh, yeah, they, they don't care. <laughs> Get it out there. And then I went to the last one, um, and you were the carnival barker. I was, yes. What's a carnival I've barker? done that a few times. Like it's a guy was... who uh, play, announces the carnival games. Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah, like talking shit. Oh yeah, mad shit. Yeah, it's fun to do that. It's a good thing to ask. One of those games where you gotta shoot. Well, I was like, blow, blow up the balloon, you know? Yeah. With yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And then he's the guy, like, all right, number one, oh, you got yeah. your aim. That was a fun thing we did at yeah at, at that event that you guys did the first time. We had a carnival and uh, and we had comedians like manning uh, all the games. So like yeah. like Jeff Ross like was the bumper car <laughs> announcer, which was hilarious because he was just like, you know, mocking the shit out of everybody on the bumper cars the whole time. It was a whole yeah. Nick Kroll was running one of the games. Uh, Ike shit. was running one of the games. We had, yeah, uh, Anderson Pock actually played that, that event. That was really great. Uh, yeah, it, that was that was a fun way to do it because it, it was an easy thing to ask comedians to do, which was like, do you want to, you know, operate a carnival game for an hour? Because that's fun for everybody. It does sound fun. Yeah, it does sound fun. You get yeah. one of those little microphone things. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I had the microphone thing. We used to do a tour together where I was the announcer and I wanted to still skate and Tony was like, Skate, be in the actual like. Let's do a routine while you've got the microphone on. So oh, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I had the little Madonna microphone on and under my helmet, and it's it's a demo, a Tony Hawk demo. It's kids and yeah. family people. And every now and then when I'm in the air and things like, aren't oh, going fuck. that well, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. say I say to myself verbally, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when you're in the air and you're going over Tony Hawk and you don't want to hit Tony Hawk and, and you don't land that good and you know that the air you're going to do, you're going to have to really try to get over him. And you're in the air and you want to say, McGillicuddy. <laughs> you don't want to self-censor midair. Yeah. There was one demo where I went off the side of the ramp and I hit the wall and the ramp was like five feet ab above the ground. So I bounced off the wall, like off the net, onto the ground. And I had this mic on me. Oh, and it was like, whack! And then whack! And I went... Wow! <laughs> Keep it going, everybody! And I, and I, I remember going up the stairs, like and it was like one. The one side was not like uh, stairs with a handrail. It was just like the stairs with your hands. So I'm like climbing up the side of the ramp, and I can see you're still skating. I'm like. Keep it going, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep it going for Tony Hawk! I was like, get up with the deck, and people were, like, other people were like, you're a fan of my... Are okay? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna keep it going! Like... We, we have one um, of those with, in the arena tour when it was, you know, there was, like, 10,000 people yeah. watching, and Rick Thorne was our announcer, and he would ride during the jam. Okay. Because he really wanted to get on the ramp yeah. and show what he got. He gets KO'd. Oh no! During the jam, and then oh, with the microphone on. No, there's no, there's no, no announcer. No, we have no, no announcer. announcer. Oh, no. So who announced? We would just take turns. Everyone's grabbing the mic. The mic was on the deck, and then Kevin Robinson gets uh, up. He's like, "All right, guys, yeah, we're gonna go." And then uh, I'm gonna drop in now. Mic down. I'm gonna drop in now. And then cheer for me, everybody. Everyone, give it yeah. up for me. And then, and then Ronnie Feist, Ronnie Feist, motocross guy, finally just came up to the ramp because he it was not during a motocross segment. Okay. He's like, "All right, yeah, guys." He doesn't know any skate tricks. <laughs> but he, at well, least that he was radical, make, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa! At least see he can make noise. How do they keep yeah. the ball? on their feet. <laughs>
<laughs> it was chaos. It was it was like at one point someone th there was this one show that was like mired in chaos. I can't even under uh, someone threw fireworks on the ramp. What? During the same show. Like a fan. I get a fan, I guess. <laughs> or a saboteur. Cool. And then uh and then um uh, Bob shot his board out and it hit Bucky in the head. He got KO'd. Oh my god. Wait, a board shot out and knocked out knocked Bucky. Knocked out Bucky. It was all in the in the same show. It was in Vancouver. <laughs> it was I, I blame you partly. For that. I, yeah, exactly. I don't think I've ever a board shot out and hit someone in the head yeah, and knocked out. The band them out. like was breaking strings on their guitars. Like the whole thing was just was cursed. it warp tour or was it? No, like that was that, our Boom Boom Hunk Sham tour. Like amazing. it was it was an arena tour. It was That's just chaos. It was crazy. Man. Yeah, so anyway. I would like to watch that live. That sounds <laughs> exciting. Sounds great. I'm going to Google that when I get You're right. It was. Like, I, remember, oh. I remember at the end of the show, it was just like, is it over? Yeah, can we, we, can we leave? This is like, is some, are we going to get in a car crash on the way home? <laughs> what about Bucky just waking up and going, hey, man, was I in no, a he, demo? I remember him. It was, it, was, it was during the halftime because it was, the jam is when all the, all the gnarly skating goes on because everyone's unleashed right you don't have to do a routine okay you can just try your hardest stuff you can fall whatever and that's when you know we get some of our best riding but uh bucky was like looking over at bob didn't realize bob had lost his board so right as he looked over the deck the board came up hit him in the head oh my god so we're backstage god. in our sort of break of the event and, and bucky's like i think i'm knocked out <laughs> Yeah. He's right looking at down. us like I'm. I'm pretty sure I have a concussion. Like yeah. I don't remember where we are. Yeah. Like hey, you gotta, that'll do it. Yep. Stay up. <laughs> We're not. I love when we know that we've been <laughs> yeah. knocked out. Yeah. It's it's like, I think I'm knocked out. Yeah. Is a good. Uh... <laughs> not 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 a great thing to hear. Not mid -show. a good thing to hear. No. <laughs> I think I'm currently knocked out. It's a, it's a good thing to know when you've been knocked yeah. out, so that you can at least tell yourself to not continue to do the demo. Yeah, yeah. At least he had that. He had the. Well, it's very uh, important. Yeah. I've woken up before and I'm like, I'm good, and people have gone, "You're not good." Yeah. Like, I feel like I. Can You're trust in another you. city. Yeah. Have you had any incidents on set? where um, anyone got hurt or where it was just... Uh, yeah, little things here and there, for sure. Well, Pineapple Express, when we made that, we all hurt each other a lot. There's a lot of fighting things in that. There's a there's a scene where I... Uh, or who who does... I think James maybe hits Danny McBride in the back of the head with a, a glass bong, like where you have this yeah, big yeah. crazy, and it's like a... It's like a big bong, and I remember in the script it, it was like we wrote that like he like swings it around like a broadsword and like cracks his head with it. And it's breakaway glass, which is... Uh, you know, it, it is meant to break away, but the I guess someone uh, put water in the bong um, oh, to make it look right, not yeah. considering that that adds, like, significant weight yeah. to it, yeah. like several pounds yeah, of weight. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember he got hit in the back of the head, and it's in the movie, and he makes, like, there's, like, a look on his face. <laughs> where, like In the middle of the scene, you're like, uh-oh. But then in those same moments, you're just like, don't stop. Like, yeah. like if there was ever, like, if he yeah. seems okay, you kind of have to keep going because <laughs> yeah. then we've, otherwise we've wasted this. Right. Like, this is the thing that and is good. And it's even better, unfortunately. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and I remember he, uh, I think he maybe got, like, stitches in the back of his head and, like, oh was, a little, he was a little fucked up. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, there were a few things like that happened here and there, but... Uh, I love yeah, how committed you guys are, though. Like, yeah, it's going. We're going. With physical comedy like that, yeah, you got to, like, it's tough. And, like, you you want to have those stunt people do as much as possible. And stunt people, I mean, it, that, that's, like, that's a tough gig. But, uh, but uh, everyone, yeah, it, we, we do it sometimes. I did that on Paul Blatt when I was in a fight 
scene. Yeah. And it was probably the coolest thing I've ever done. You got hit with glass? No, no. unfortunately, Did I, got you get punched hit, out? I got hit with Kevin James. Oh, yeah. But he's into MMA, so he and I had like a little bit of a, you know, like I'll block, I'll duck kind of thing happening. And then he had to beat me up and put me in a tanning bed and then slam the tanning bed, the, the tanning bed on me. And there the first the there was they put these little foam bumpers. They never because worked. my arm was hanging out. Oh no. And the bumpers moved. As soon as he hit me one time, the bumpers oh, yeah. flicked off, and then he just started smashing. Oh, that's my like arm. that's like a classic movie. Like I've seen a hundred thousand things like that happen, where you're just like, we've taken every safety precaution, and then it's like action. All the safety precautions crumble <laughs> instantaneously, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, I'm just like hitting a guy with a thing now. Yeah, uh, a, yeah. I, I broke a stunt guy's nose once by accident. Oh like, uh, wow! Brutally. Yeah, that was very unfortunate and, and disgusting. Uh, on with the, that, like with a, I just with a punch. Your hand hit. Him. Oh, I just punched him in the nose and and like, like you could hear it on set. Like it, it was like, it, it, it just like literally like I made I made like direct contact oh. with his nose and he went down and got up and his nose was like over there and everyone was just he's like it was one of those like is it bad? Everyone was like Jesus <laughs> fucking God! Like get this man to a hospital! Like, and he was like I'm fine. I go again. And everyone's like no 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 no. Did it, so uh, he recorded the episode, and then when the episode aired, 
It had your phone number on it. Is that how it works? In the episode, he's like, we're showing your phone number. And I was like, don't do that. And then it actually ended up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's I, so great. I got, a lot of, um, I got a lot of good messages. <laughs> <laughs> we still have that. He still, we still send each other messages that that, that number gets. <laughs> I love that you kept it. <laughs> you got to keep it going. <laughs> Every time there's a rerun, he just gets blasted. Exactly. <laughs> this is a surging call. <laughs> so great. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next, up? What's next? Um, man, quite a bit. We got, I produced a lot of these things. The Boys, uh, I produced the show The Boys, yep. so they're shooting more of the, the new. I feel like The Boys has such a meme generator. Yes, a lot. A Anthony Starr has a lot of memes. Of He's yeah. like a very memeable character. The right. Homelander is a very memeable character. Um, so yeah, there's another season of The Boys. There's a there's a show uh, like a spinoff show called Gen V that's like in the boys universe about oh, a college. Shit. Like uh, it's about it's like about a college that's owned by Vought, like the big company in The Boys, and it's uh, about it's kind of like Euphoria with kids with superpowers. Yeah, it's, it it is truly insane. <laughs> oh yes, um, and, man, that is so cool. Yeah, and uh, and we're doing a Ninja Turtles movie that's amazing, like oh, uh, an, an animated uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do they movie. skate? They do skate actually. Yes. And what's funny is we were having a call with the music supervisor because we, we were pretty far along on it and there's a lot of music in it and they were like how would you describe like they were like the music doesn't go together it goes together but in a weird way like how would you describe it and our director was like I kind of describe it as what you would kind of hear playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater <laughs> awesome. that, like, it's like a random assortment of music kind of but it all fits together perfectly and kind of has the same like energy and spirit but it really it actually it's like very similar and there are literally some songs that are from <laughs> like the original Tony Hawk's <laughs> Pro amazing. Skater in the, in the, uh, in the movie yeah. oh, I'm hyped um, for that yeah it's amazing it's really cool it's, and it's fully animated and it comes out in August and it's it's um, it's incredible. I'm really psyched about it. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, Seth, thanks so much for no making the time for us. That's been wonderful. Yeah. That was enjoyable. That was the most fun I've had in a long time. <laughs> I can't remember. Thanks for hitting my head so much. That is the most fun I've ever had. And thanks for all the entertainment. For thank today. you. No, thank uh, you for everything, man. Like, uh, yeah. Not you know, I know it's cliche, but big fan of your work. Oh, you too, man. All across the board. Um, and thanks for all you and your wife do for, for Alzheimer's. Thank you, for man, for everything you've charity. done to help us. Yeah, you've helped our charity so much and you've uh, given so much My of your time. I'm actually, I'm giving yeah. a skate lesson uh, in a couple weeks. That's great. <laughs> that we, we auction off. Yes, at his event. I'll come by. <laughs> oh, please do. I would love to. <laughs> Can I get a lesson? <laughs> I told him. I told him as long as I'm able to, because I'm still recovering from this injury, yep. but uh, I'm, I'm on my way and so as long as I'm able to stand comfortably on the skateboard, I can give a lesson. That's so great. That's where we're at now. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, well, well, thank you so much. Thanks, man. That was thank fun. You. That was dope. There you go, everybody. Seth Rogen, legend. <laughs> like and describe. Like and describe. <laughs>